I'm Anthony Salter. Don't forget, Grilling at Home with 101 ESPN. Next week, it's going to be Brad Thompson. This week at 101ESPN.com, it is Chris Ranji and Meat, and they're grilling up steaks and hot dogs. And it's all courtesy of Budweiser and Schnucks. I'll let you guess which one tasted better in the end. Okay. My food. All right. You just you know, we've we've lost BT now because of I don't know. Yeah, low brow humor. Yeah. Be mature. No, I was going to say hanging fruit. fruit. Probably the steak is what yeah. I was going to say. You know, we've got yeah. John Clayton on. He's a real pro. He is. I love John. Stop with the low brow humor, John. I apologize. And John Clayton joins us via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. How you doing it this week, John? Good. How are you? Doing good. So Russell Wilson, as you know. He noted that Seahawks, the Seahawks wouldn't have played if they were scheduled this week. Any chance that the NFL pushes back, or do you think it, week one will start in two weeks? No, they're going to start in two weeks. I mean, there's, you know, when you look at it, uh, certainly the Black Lives Matter issue is a huge one. You know, there's got to be you know, more conversation, more things done. But uh, right now, they're going ahead with the season. I mean, you can see that uh, there's a, we're down to like about seven teams right now that may or may not allow fans in the stands, uh, but there's only one player, uh, and it's a Jacksonville backup, Ryan Pope, who's in the COVID's program that still hasn't uh, been able to be cleared and get out of quarantine. But when you when you think about this, it's like all, all things are all set to be able to go into the regular season and try to get this season in. John, you uh, you know Earl Thomas well. You've followed him. Uh, you've covered him forever. What is next for him? I mean, he... Uh, it's kind of like Antonio Brown. He has some issues that he's need, needing to have to take care of. I mean, certainly he's not going to be uh, – he'll, he'll get on some team reasonably soon. It's just because uh, it's not Antonio Brown. He's not been suspended or anything like that. But the problem is is that I'm baffled at what's happened to him <clears throat> because when he was here, very quiet, very intense, very studious, attended meetings and all these different things. You know, it wasn't like he got one over to Baltimore – loose as far as picking up on walkthroughs late for meetings. I mean, two days before the incident with Chuck Clark, he ended up uh, coming to the facility late for a meeting and it was because he wanted to get his car washed. And it's like, that's how bad things are. And then the anger that he showed last year with Brandon Williams got into a fight with him, the fight the other day where <clears throat> like he, he's just in a bad state right now. And so how he's going to get himself out of it, uh, is going to be very important. You know, he had some off the field issues with his wife, you know, because his wife actually caught him doing something. And yeah, she took a gun to his head. So there's a bunch of issues right now with Earl Thomas that he's got to get fixed. But ultimately, he's too talented not to be on a football team. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask. Like, skill set, just all that stuff. Uh, is Is the play worth the headache at this point? That's the question I think everybody has for Antonio Brown, yeah. and it may be the question that other teams have because I know it's short notice right now, but nobody's brought him in for a visit to talk or anything of that nature. So he's going to be on the radar. Now, again, probably sometime next week they'll need to do something and you know if they're going to get him in because, remember, the way it's working right now in the National Football League, if indeed that you are going to bring somebody in, they have to go through three to four days of testing to make sure that they don't have the virus, and that's when they can get their physical. And so uh, you know, the first time you can get them in the building is probably the fourth day, and so they need to figure something out uh, to do it because you, know, you figure next week, remember, we're less than two weeks away from the opener with Kansas City and Houston and uh, a little over two weeks for the start of the regular season. And so if you want Earl Thomas on your team, one, you need to get him in soon so he can pick up the defense, and two, just to be able to get out on the field. 
you would think the uh, that the addition of Tom Brady to pretty much any organization would would be a nice fit. But how is what is it like? What's the dynamic like with Brady now in Tampa? It's fantastic. I mean, you can see, even though there's not going to be fans in the stands, the fans, well, I guess they're still deciding whether there's going to be some fans in the stands, but uh, you know, the, the area is excited. The team is excited. Uh, you can see there's a, a, a beat that this team has now that may not have been there before. You can see that he's got everybody working harder, and uh, it's, it's a good situation. And again, he, he probably just needed a fresh start someplace else because, you know, when you're working with Bill Belichick and Bill Belichick's working with you, they probably wear each other down and they wore each other down to a point where Tom opted out of going back and finishing his career in New England and decided, okay, fine, let's go down to Tampa. And since getting down there, he's had nothing but fun. And you can see a lot of hard work. John Clayton of 710 ESPN in Seattle joining us right now in the fast lane on 101 ESPN. Are the Saints still the team to beat in that division though? Or would you side with the, with the new look Buccaneers? No, I go with the Saints. Because, one, they got a very good defense. Maybe it's not as good as Tampa Bay, but I think that they've got enough playmakers on defense. And then you look at the offense, it's one of the best in football. Now, Tom Brady's going to get their offense moving and get them moving much better. But I just look at the overall team, the number of pro bowlers that are on the New Orleans Saints versus the number of pro bowlers on Tampa Bay. I side with the Saints. And I think you know, it's a gap, I think, maybe as much as two games. How many games you got Gronk playing, John? Uh, I think 14. They'll take that. The reason, okay, and again, I'm partial to him because he went to my high school. So it's like, uh, oh, I'm nice. not going to. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah. And so I'm, I'm lucky in the standpoint, I had Jason Taylor, myself, and if Gronk, uh, once he retires and permanently retires, I think we'll have three guys in the Pro Football Hall of Fame for my high school. Who had the higher GPA, you or Gronk? Probably Gronk. Probably. No, no, I'm wrong about that. No, no, I'm wrong about that. It has to be Jason Taylor because Jason Taylor had the best story of all because he went to my high school, but he he was homeschooled, so he well, didn't have to go to work? any classes. Wait, hold on. How do you go to a high school and but you're homeschooled? Well, I mean, he went there and he played football. He lived in Turtle Creek, uh, which is you know right adjacent to where I lived in Forest Hills. And, uh, you know, it was, I'd say, maybe two miles away. But uh, he was able to work it, so we didn't even have to go to classes. I know that Cam Newton said this week that he is, he does not see himself as the starter. Maybe I'm just paraphrasing, but he's working hard to earn a job, basically, is what he's getting at. But is there any way that he's not the starter week one? There's a way, because Bill Belichick really likes Jared Stidham. But in the end, I mean, Cam Newton's more talented. And, you know, ultimately, Bill's going to pick the best quarterback, the best player, and put him out there. And, you know, they have a much better chance to win with Cam Newton than they do, I think, Jared Stidham, mainly because Stidham didn't have an offseason program, either did Cam, but he's been through this. I mean, remember, Cam Newton, back in 2011, you know, went through no offseason training, you know, because they had the lockout. And then he came back, and he had a monster year. Really did well. So, no, I think that Cam's going to win the job, but you got to realize that Belichick does like Jared Stidham. You know, Cam's probably in this conversation, too, but I'm going to give you two other guys here, John, and see if you could settle a bet for me. Uh, comeback Player of the Year. I'm going to give you Big Ben and Matt Stafford. Who you got? I'd go, Matt, I'd go Big Ben because he's coming off a of bad elbow surgery. Stafford, of course, uh, you know, he did get banged up, had some injury issues and all that stuff, but he's on a bad team. But when you look at the success, I mean, Ben's on a team right now that I think can win 12 games. You know, they got a top-five defense. He, he gives them the chance to maybe have a top-five, top-seven offense. And then 
you, you look at Matthew Stafford, it's like uh, they're probably doomed to another losing season because they're just not that good. So I'd have to give it to Ben. All right, John, settle a bet for me. <laughs> Patriots or Bills to win the AFC East this year? I go with the Bills. Here's the reason. It's like the Bills have had a, a good two-year buildup of talent. You know, I know that some of it's going to have to break up after the season with the, the, the cap and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, remember, their defense gives up like about 18 points a game. The only problem that they have is Josh Allen hasn't been out, able to get more than like 18 and a half points per game. But now they've got you know, one of the top three with the addition of uh, Stephon Diggs, one of the top three wide receiver tandems in football. That looks good. And then you look at New England, you know, they have lost uh, like 167 starts. Uh, they come back, they have like a thousand missed snaps that are not there right now. And so when you 10,000 uh, missed snaps, and so you put all that together, I just wonder, you know, can they put it together even to get to eight wins? John, I know you're busy, but I, I don't know what your schedule's like this weekend, but if you have some time, could you teach Anthony about football? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Do you see how they treat me, John? That's that's tough. Yeah, I right? Yeah, these guys are nothing but jerks. So you're too busy, or do you have time? No, he, I'm, I'm fine. No, I'm good. Okay, good. John. John, it's always a pleasure. Sorry you have to deal with these guys, but we do love having you on the show. Hey, thank you. All right.